the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. In steadfast obedience to God's call upon his life, Pastor Rander continues to challenge us with stimulating questions that we must answer if we are to live a committed, God-filled life. We cannot reach our full potential short of giving God, rather than this world, our very best. The only way we can maximize our God-given capacity is to walk by faith at all times and in all things. God's Word tells us that we must look to the hills for help. Where does our help come from? It comes from the Lord, who made heaven and earth. Thank you for joining us today. As you listen in, you'll want to take notes. So keep pen and paper handy. Next year? No. Next month? Forgive now. So you can walk out of here free. Number seven. Our Lord will give us a successful year if we seek to cultivate spiritual intimacy with him. Our Lord will give us a successful year if we seek to cultivate spiritual intimacy with him. This is done by being quiet. It is done by getting into a solitary place, finding a solitary place. If you're going to cultivate spiritual intimacy, it means cutting off the television. <gasps> Cut it off? Yeah. Not cut it down. Huh? Uh, what's those little words that come on the screen? Closed caption? Not, no, no, not even that. Cut it off. Cut off the computer. Cut off the cell phone. Be determined to sit in the presence of God daily, praying and reading the scripture. James 4, 8 says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. There are prerequisites to, to cultivate for cultivating spiritual intimacy. Okay. Number eight, you cannot reach a God-given potential for Christ this year unless you start making wise decisions in your life. You cannot reach your God-given potential for Christ this year unless you start making wise spiritual decisions in your life. You can't move forward constantly, perpetually making bad decisions. A very familiar passage we all know, but have problems executing. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding in all your ways. Acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. You are not able to make wise decisions until you first possess a humble and contrite spirit before God. You cannot make wise spiritual decision until you humble yourself, until you are broken and contrite before the Lord. Psalms 34, 18 says, the Lord is near 
to those who have a broken heart and save such as have a contrite spirit. You don't humble yourself, uh, then you won't, you, you can't even experience salvation and forgiveness from God. So it, so brokenness is critical for wise decision making. Those who are near the Lord and depend exclusively upon him will make wiser decisions. Those who are near the Lord and depend exclusively upon him will make wiser decisions. Be mindful that the decisions you make not only affect your life personally, but also the lives of your family and children. Decisions you make affect not only you, your children, your grandchildren, your family, those who love you. When making decisions, keep in mind the end result. In other words, what will be the consequences of the decisions I am making today? What will be those consequences? What will they look like? For example, let me give you some examples since some of y'all kind of hard of learning. Uh, For example, being lazy results in poverty. Overindulging in alcohol leads to drunkenness and irreparable damage to your internal organs. Drug use and they legalizing marijuana all over the country. I don't know why we got enough crazy folk as is. They they legalizing it for more money, but more craziness, more drug, more crime. There are consequences to that legalization to get more money, to build more bridges that probably won't get built. Okay, so drug drug use lead to neglect. Loss of employment, drugs and opium and crack and marijuana leads to a life, a lifetime of crime, loss of purpose. You don't even know who you are. Loss of vision. Drugs will take your mind, drive you absolutely crazy. That's, uh, those are consequences. Smoking causes cancer. Sexual promiscuity leads to sexual Transmitted diseases. You sleep around if you want to. You'll be impotent before you get married. Can't do nothing. Gambling leads to debt and bankruptcy. Not studying in school will cause you to fail the course even if you pray. There are consequences. I'm trying to help y'all understand. You know, some of y'all slow of learning. So I'm trying to break it down so you can have some clarity this morning. If you keep eating junk food, it will lead to obesity, high cholesterol, heart disease, diabetes, and even death. And you still eating all the sugar and flour, just gorgeous, and you buffeting yourself to death. Proverbs chapter 14, verse 12 says, there is a way that appears to be right, but in the end, it leads to death. I wish to God I had more of this when I was 18 and 15. Young folk, do you know what you get now? Your mama and daddy who's sitting around you wish to God they could have executed a whole lot of this. Don't y'all say amen, parents. Number nine, I'm almost done. It is, thank you for saying that's all right. That makes me feel pretty good. Number nine, it is impossible to have a successful year apart from exercising self-discipline. 
Like some of y'all hate that word. Say self-discipline. Some of y'all didn't say that all of last year. People want success without applied effort. Allow me to give you a few principles to cultivate self-discipline in your life so you can gain some ground this year. A, plan ahead. Everything takes longer than you think. Therefore, don't stress yourself out by waiting until the last minute to get things done. Some of y'all cram for tests and flunk the tests. You're not satisfied until it's the 11th hour. Undue stress. You don't leave in time. Every light you come, signal light you come to is going to turn red. Then here comes the train. And here come that slow uh, 90-year-old person driving two miles an hour. And you, you left the house late. Don't, don't jump out down that slow driver. You should have, that elderly driver. And, and listen, take off that bumper sticker saying, honk if you love Jesus if you're driving like the devil. Some of y'all pull testimony. Take those stickers off. Y'all forget y'all have those stickers on your car. And they said, that's a Christian. I don't want to be one. He, he drives like the devil. Okay. B, practice starting your day off doing by doing the hardest task first. You know what y'all like to do? The easiest thing. And then you wait five weeks later to try to do the next hardest. Do the harder things unless, uh, unless it demands some kind of sequential order that you can't move. If at all possible, do the harder task first. You don't want to do it first because it's hard. Because you don't want to do it. It's going to require time and sweat. So you want to move the toothpick first. <laughs> See, refuse to procrastinate. Oh, I get, I'll do it tomorrow. I'm going to do it next week, next month. I'll do it in June. It's warmer then. I, oh, no, it's too hot in this garage. I'm going to wait till the fall. It's cool. Now, now it's cold. It's winter. Three years later, your attic is still where it was. It's all undone. Procrastination is your worst enemy. As Pastor Rander continues this message, when we choose to follow Christ... The Bible admonishes us to be sober and vigilant because our adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. He'll use any tactic, including our past failures and regrets, to deter us if we let him. As Pastor Rander often says, when Satan reminds us of our past, we remind him of his future. The good news is we don't have to let him. As God's children, we have an authoritative obligation to rebuke the devil in the name of Jesus. There is no limit to what God can do through us in Christ Jesus when we put all our trust in him. Young folk, you better learn to get up, get some get up and go and stop putting things off. D, stop making excuses. (laughs) I would have done this, but it was my mama. She forgot. This is my daddy. I, I was in a single-parent home. A lot of great folk came out of a single-parent home. I was in the ghetto. A lot of great folk came out of the ghetto. I didn't go to an Ivy League school. A lot of folk went to no-name schools and got great education. It's not the school that makes you. It's you that make you with the help of God. You can go to, the, you can go to Harvard if you want to and still graduate a Harvard dummy. It's not, what you, it's not going to Harvard. Going to Harvard doesn't give you a brain. Come on. 
I went to Texas Southern University in Third Ward, Texas, and I learned something. Praise God. Teachers invested in me, took time with me, educated me. So it's not in the school, it's you. You, you. I went on past people. I ran with folk a lot of times. You know, I, I ran with, when I was in college, thinking this is off the record, but kind of, let me deviate because some of y'all need this. I ran with two kinds of people when I was in school. I ran with folk who knew way more than me, and I ran with folk who knew less than me. Those folk who knew more than me kept me reaching. I could ask them, how did you do this? How did you go by that, man? How did you? I, and I didn't have too much pride to ask because I, I, I'll ask any man. I'll go anywhere. I'll find the answer. I, don't, I didn't have too much pride to go ask the professor and all these kind of things. I, I, I'm going to get into business. But I run with folk, folk who know a little bit more to keep me reaching. And I run with folk who knew a little bit less to keep me teaching. And then that balanced me out. And I began to learn. And that got me two or three great mentors to help navigate my life to the glory of God. Some of you don't have one person speaking in your life. All your life. You're 80 years old now. And not one person has spoken in your life. So, refuse to procrastinate. Stop making excuses. I'm almost done. E, make a commitment to be punctual. Say punctual. Say punctuality. Say on time. Tardiness is a very hard habit to break. And you got people in leadership in various places. Uh, the, the, the event actually start at, at 9, but they tell you it started at 830. You know why they say it started at 830? You already know because they know you're not going to get to the 9. Then it, it, <laughs> People all not have to play games on time because you are usually not on time. Sunday school class on time. Church services on time. Work on time. Doctor's appointment on time. You going to catch that flight on time? You going to oh, I think I'll just go have me some tea and uh, they'll wait on me. That plane going to be in Mexico by the time you get to your tea. Nobody's going, you lost your money, they don't care. You got to give them some more. Pay up. Pay up. Learn. Teach your children the value of being on time. Parents, you can't teach them to be on time if you're always late. Your, your, your children shouldn't have to be saying, hurry up, mama. Hurry up, daddy. That, Sunday, y'all so late, you're stressed out, you're fussing, and that's why it's so hard for me to preach and get you to say amen because you, you didn't plan to come to church on time. You didn't match your stockings up, but don't hold the wear stockings now. <laughs> don't match socks up. Don't match ear, ear bulbs, earrings up. Don't match wigs up. Don't match nothing up. <laughs> don't match ties up. Don't match nothing up. Now you frustrated because you got on red and green socks. <laughs> <laughs> Last night I took up, I, I put out everything I have on today. From what you can't see to what you can see. <laughs> Everything. All my stuff. Everything. The ring I'm going to wear, my keys, my this, my watch, my, my Bible, show my sermon, everything. So when I'm waiting up early, I'm that one. Uh, <laughs> Darlene, wear my socks. <laughs> she said, heck, man, you 65. 
65 years old. You don't know where your socks is by now? <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Tardiness. If, I'm trying to get through. Stop. Stop blaming everyone for your shortcomings, weaknesses, and failures if you're going to be self-disciplined. Those are your shortcomings. You need to work on them. Your weaknesses, work on them. Your failures, work on them. It's not everybody else's fault. Preacher's fault, deacon's fault, member's fault, society's fault, the president's fault, Congress's fault, teacher's fault, environmental mentalist fault. It's your fault. G, accept correction from those who love you most. Accept correction from those who love you most without pouting, being angry, having a bad attitude, and retaliating. You're going to get them back. You just can't wait till they say something wrong. You, you, you can't wait to, to, to... And sometimes you can't even wait right then when they're telling you. You got your gun cocked. Accept correction from those who love you without pouting, being angry, having a bad attitude, and retaliating. H, set boundaries in your life. You're not too old to have boundaries. Self-imposed boundaries on you, on you, on your life, which will safeguard you personally, physically, and spiritually. Boundaries. Say boundaries. Some of y'all don't like boundaries, but you got to have them. You'll have boundaries with your with, with, with friends. Everybody can't be your friend. You can't run with everybody. I don't care if they're nice. Some, some nice folk talk too much. Some nice folk party too much. And so some nice folk are too distractive. They're not mean, they're not ugly, they're not deceptive, but they're just distractive. And you can't, and you five years later, still a freshman. That university don't care about taking your money. They take your money till you're 80. And the curriculum changes and the standards changes and the pay go up. Set boundaries in your dating. First of all, don't date so quickly. Take your time. You just, if you just come out of the divorce, the worst thing you can do is enter into another marriage three months later. Make folk think you had somebody all the time. It's so quick. That's not a sin to, to divorce I mean, to marry somebody three months later, I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying, if you had a good marriage, particularly, <laughs> you, you need to wait. You need to wait. Don't you rush into nothing. You get a fool. Some of you had a fool and you get two fools. Okay? Wait. Wait. You, and you're messing your children up. One relationship, two weeks later, another relationship, and you're teaching your children to do the same thing. They repeat what you're doing. That's right, because they learn by what they see. They see what you do affects them. Social media, boundaries. There's some sites you won't go into. You're not going to delve into pornography. There's certain things you're not going to put for your television need to be boundaries. You need to have boundaries on when you're going to cut that television off. Boundaries. Some shows you won't see. Boundaries in the movies you go see. Boundaries in the video games. They're cutting throats and heads off and, 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 and all that kind of stuff. Slaughtering folk and doing crazy that's why people can mass murder and have no sense of consciousness because they, video games have taken away their consciousness. Music. Watch the music. Well, that's just by, I don't know these, these names of these folks. That's just by kumbaya person. They, 
I don't know. I don't, I don't want to call, call it names because y'all going to let. I can't call names too much because I'm not in that um, arena. I, you know, sometimes, sometimes you ought to be glad you're ignorant of certain things. You don't know that? What is it doing for you redemptively? <laughs> you're bad because I don't know. Uh, what's, name, me, name me one of them, y'all. Somebody. Snoop Dogg. You don't, you don't know Snoop Dogg? Snoop who? I said dog. <laughs> well, when I know him, what can he do for me? What is he saying? Is he degrading women? Is he edifying? Is it Christian lyrics coming out of his mouth? Is it sacred? Is it holy? Is it non-sexual? So do I still need to know Snoop Daddy who? <laughs> last but not last but not the least, but it does have an A B C D on it. So there, here we go. Number ten: Do not expect the Lord to grant you success this year while you are being spiritually negligent. You can't expect God to do great things through you while you're being spiritually negligent with sacred things. Here's how you can have a blessed year in your life. A, you must accept Christ as your personal savior. Isaiah 45, 22 says, look to me and be saved, all you ends of the earth, for I am God and there is no other. Without Jesus, you can't have success from God's perspective. You need Christ in your life. You need to, you need him now. A B, you must deny yourself. Once you come to Christ, the issue is about getting rid of your selfishness, your baggage, stripping of oneself. Uh, Christ need to increase. You need to decrease. Matthew uh, 16, 24 says, then Jesus said to his disciples, if anyone desires to follow me after me, uh, let him deny himself. And take up his cross and follow me. See, God blesses those who are, are obedient to his word. John 14, 21 says, those who accept my commandments and obey them are the ones who love me. And because they love me, my father will love them. And I will love them and reveal myself to them. You want God to reveal his plan, purpose, and will to you? You want God to reveal his plan, purpose, and will to you? Then obey his word. Keep his commandments. Submit to the authoritative word of God, implement it, internalize it, actualize it, and then God will do wondrous things through you. D, being a committed a member of a local church and being faithful in your attendance, faithful in your service and ministry, and faithful in giving God 10% of your salary or more brings delight to the heart of God. How are you going to be a committed member and you don't even have membership? And some people don't join because it's going to cost them something. You join everything else, but can't join the local church. That's strange. E, finally, rejoicing and being present at the baptism of new converts and partaking of the Lord's Supper must be a priority in the believer's life. Rejoicing and being present at the baptism of new converts and partaking of the Lord's Supper must be a priority in the believer's life. The scripture says in 1 Corinthians eleven twenty six, for as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. 
When is the last time you've come in the evening to take Holy Communion and rejoice at the baptism of new converts to the glory of Almighty God? Jesus died for you. Jesus paid the ultimate price on Calvary for you. Jesus shed his blood on the cross. Jesus atoned your sin. Jesus said it is finished. Jesus gave up the ghost. Jesus hung his head in the locks of his shoulder, breathed his last and died. They took Jesus off the cross. They buried him in, in a borrowed tomb. But early Sunday morning he rose and this same resurrected Lord is coming back again. We don't know when, but he's coming back again, and we need to be ready. Either you're going to die and depart to be with the Lord if you know him, or, or he will either come and get you, snatch you from time into eternity to be with him forever and ever. And he says in his word, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. Why? Because you couldn't save yourself. You couldn't fix yourself. You couldn't wash your sins away. But he says, come back and say thank you. What's more important than that? Nobody should have to coerce you when you're passionate. Nobody should have to drag you in here. It shouldn't be uh, a struggle. It ought to be a sheer delight to rejoice. You never know. This may be your year or my year that we take off from, he- from earth to heaven. This, might, this very year may be the year of our death to be with our Lord. I want to be found faithful till he calls me home. Even so, come Lord Jesus. And all God's children said. Thank you for tuning into this program for the Maranatha Bible Church Broadcast Ministry. This broadcast is supported in part by your generous financial contributions. And we invite you to partner with us in spreading this important word throughout our local community and the world. If the Lord spoke to you in this message, let us know. Call us at 210-821-5683. Even better, come and visit us at 7855 East Loop 1604 North, Converse, Texas, 78109, directly across from Randolph Air Force Base. If you'd like to order today's message, visit our website at www.maranathasa.org, where you will find an archive of audio and video messages. You can also find service times, directions to the church, upcoming events, and much, much more. Tune in tomorrow as Pastor Draper continues to teach us from the Word of God. Thank you for joining us today, and may the Lord's blessings be upon you. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.